Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio control. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony Cece. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to 2023 While My Batteries Charge podcast. End of 2022 ended kind of slow on the podcast because it ended really, uh, well, not slow. It was very busy for my work schedule. Uh, but 2023 has other things in store. We'll talk about that a little bit and um, talk about just kind of what happened and what I haven't caught you up on. Um, and I also have a few topics that I plan to talk about in future podcasts, which should be interesting. And uh, I'll just I'll say one of them. I'm going to save the other one. I won't give it away, but I believe the next one I'm going to talk about is going to be uh, called something like, you know, mini RC crawlers are the new model train. Something to that effect. The the idea that people are taking over rooms in their houses and um, it's a very very much you're able to to create this whole um, little scene. So we'll talk about that in the next one. This one will just kind of wrap up the end of the year. Uh, talk about forecasting for 2023. Um, you know what I want to do and I've started to do it in 2022, but I want to even do more in 2023. Um, and a lot of that is just saying no, (laughs) saying no to, uh, products that I don't really have the time to review. Um, but when I get them, I feel obligated to review them and, uh, it ends up taking up time from things where I really want to be spending my time and more creative outlets other than just unboxing something that's, that's cool. Uh, but might even take one of my RCs in a direction I don't want it to go, and then I have to revert it. Not because it's not great, of a great product. It's because, well, one, there's three of us here at the house that run RCs now, and I have this thing about trying to keep some of them at least on an equal playing field. So if we go out and do something together, mine isn't like so much better. So. Uh, either I show how awesome it can be and then pull mine back in order to, you know, run with my kids or, you know, so it just ends up being this extra work and all this other stuff, or I end up spending money buying another one for myself to have mine more on par with the kids. And it just, it's gotten really expensive and it's taken, it sucked some of the fun out of it because, um, there's so many things now that I want to be doing and some of it's building which is crazy for me, right? I was always just ready to run. Let's get one. Let's play with it. You know, move on to the next thing. It's awesome. Uh, but I, I don't find myself in that realm anymore. And I've, I've kind of really gravitated toward, um, you know, a little bit, especially with the 24. So that's where it's come in. I've really been updating all of them, whether they're mine or working with my kids and upgrading theirs. And so we've been doing a lot of modifications to them to make them perform better. And it's been a lot of fun. So I'm actually going to thin out my fleet uh, of RCs. I'll probably be getting... Uh, and <laughs> uh, I know some people that are going to like not like hearing this or completely disagree with this. 
Uh, but I'm actually going to be selling some of my one-tenth crawlers uh, because I find myself, at least at this point, gravitating toward the 124 scale um, for a lot of different factors, one of them being the fun factor. Uh, and again, that's not saying that other people have, you know, would have more fun with 124ths if they use them instead of 110th. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I do. And so we're going to be, I'm probably going to be putting some on the chopping block. I'm going to thin out some of my bashers. I've got way too many. Um, not really going to get rid of monster trucks. Those are, <laughs> those are still my favorite. And I want to get back into more of those. And that's why I'm trying to thin out some of the other stuff and kind of be doing more of the mini stuff. Um, there's always going to be a bent for bashing, uh, but also the monster trucks. Those are kind of going to be the, my three main focuses. And so, you know, I, I don't want to be testing out too many one-tenth scale crawler things or new things in that realm unless there's something that really just is so awesome. And there's so many great crawler channels out there as well. Uh, that are already doing it and doing a better job covering it because they just they know this stuff so well. And uh, my approach on a lot of things has always been more from the uh, what a new user might experience getting something and then trying to upgrade. And so that's kind of where I've been. I've definitely moved beyond that um, sphere, but I'm still not quite at the level especially in the crawler world that, that so many of these guys are at and can bring to it uh, with one modifications and welding and, you know, building and doing all the cool stuff that they do. Um, but yeah, and just their knowledge of the one-to-one as well, uh, which is not something my, my background is media. My background is doing and creating videos. And uh, honestly, for a long time it was photography and I've kind of, really gotten away from that. I, I almost forget to take pictures. In fact, I forget a lot of times to take pictures when I'm out and I just have to do screenshots of the video and try and get something that works. It isn't too blurry. Uh, I usually try to park it at the end and um, talk about it. And so I can usually grab something from that. But uh, yeah, so I haven't really put a focus on photos of things recently or taken out a good still camera uh, which I have to take photos. I just usually end up reverting to my iPhone for it. And um, so I, I'm going to try to do things a little bit better uh, with the things that I'm going to be focusing on. And the minis are definitely going to be a focus. Uh, we're going to stick with the minis, the mini monster trucks, definitely the the 10 scale monster trucks. Um, you know, I'll get my Raminator back up and running here, hopefully this winter. After that last bash, I had something lock up and I haven't had time to open it up. But I've actually cleared out a space in the garage, which wasn't clear before, so I can set up a table to work on it during the winter and have a little heater going and all that. So I've got the garage set up to work on cars in the winter, um, big ones like that that I can't bring in. So uh, hoping to get to that. And so here's the the real main thing is, um, well, the one of the I was working through all of this the past. Since COVID, I've pretty much been working part-time. Uh, I always have done international video production. It's been my like my main thing uh, for the past 15 years or so. And um, involves a lot of travel, involves you know a whole lot of things. All that, of course, shut down when COVID happened. And no traveling. Nobody wanted us coming from the United States into their countries and a whole lot of things. You know, I didn't want to be on planes and, you know, 
there's a whole lot of things that went into it. Um, and that has opened back up. Um, but the part-time job I was doing was kind of, I was helping manage stuff and they brought in another guy, um, that's kind of doing all their social and all their their things. And he was working in a different time zone over in England and he was always getting to things before I, I could even see that they were there. And so the need for me to be there wasn't great. And I realized that and being a nonprofit, you know, when they asked if I wanted to continue, you know, my contract, I just kind of was like, you know, I don't think it makes sense for you guys um, to pay me for what I do at this point. Like this guy's doing an awesome job. You should go with that. At the same point, I'm realizing that everything on my store, which started last year has been growing and I wanted more time to be able to dedicate it to it because um, it's been really hard trying to, to run the store, do the part-time stuff, also getting freelance video shoot jobs that would go out on to other countries again. Um, and so I'm going to still keep doing the freelance jobs that I get called on to go and, and film. Uh, I'm going to try not to do too many freelance jobs where I have to edit uh, at least other people's stuff. Maybe if I shoot and edit something, if I know what it is and it's simple enough, but I'm going to try not to because those really, when you're editing somebody else's, it's hard to stop editing theirs and edit your stuff for YouTube or whatever because you just want to keep working on that project and get it done for them. And so it becomes really difficult to have that, you know, vying for my attention or my YouTube stuff slowing down their stuff because I want to be getting stuff on YouTube because I know it's to be getting there. So um, I'm going to probably be doing more stuff where I'm actually just going to go and, and work camera for people and, you know, be able to, you know, do whatever the shoot is and, and walk away. And so that's what I'm hoping to do more of uh, are those type of shoots or, or again, the ones that are, I know it's, I know there's a lot of corporate stuff I can go in and shoot and um, it's very scripted. And so you can knock out the edit like, in a couple hours or a day. It's not like a big, when I go on these international ones, then you got to get stuff translated. You got to find the story because you, you don't know it until you're there and you start asking questions and then you kind of form it when you get back. That takes a lot of brain power, a lot of time. So, um, and it's very, very difficult. Um, it wears me down creatively a lot too, because so much, you never know what you're going to get when you go um, <laughs> on a trip. And so you, sometimes you're really you're really working it hard at, in the edit stage to kind of pull something together because you spent the money to go and get something that didn't turn out like you thought it would or they thought it would. Um, but you want to save it. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, a lot of that is going to be disappearing. And it's going to free up time. Um, I'm going to be working on learning more Fusion 360, more 3D uh, printing stuff, 3d design, um, so that I can start working on making more of my own products, but also so that I can do my, more of my own build stuff. If I want to do custom stuff, cause rude awakening happened there <laughs> in the monthly mayhem. Uh, when I showed off my welding skills, my build skills, all of that. And it's something I really want to work on. Uh, going forward is is having those tools available to make the cars do more of what I want them to do. And so that's going to be a focus. And a lot of that is going to be in the 124 scale, 118 scale, and that. Um, so we're also going to be doing the pulling. I've got that 24 scale pull sled now, and we've been having a blast with that. 
and we're trying to get it all tuned right to get started here on a 124th scale pull series, I guess. And um, but also some like tough truck stuff for the 124 scale and really kind of making it something new and cool. There's a lot of people that only do 124 scale. Um, I've been shocked to see that, that some aren't like they came, they wanted something for just indoors. Some of these people, they only want the 124 scale because of how little room it takes up. And I, I get that as I look around my studio, which I'm finally back up in the, the snow, the 20 inches of snow have melted. I've had to bring all my work stuff, all my lighting, all that back up. Cause when I got back from Turkey, I didn't set it up fast enough and bring it back up. And then that big snowstorm blizzard hit. Uh, and so I haven't been able to come up here and shoot anything because there's no, no studio lights <laughs> and it's just, uh, anyway, uh, it's a mess up here for me clearing the space in the basement to, or in the garage to work. I just said, take all that stuff upstairs. I'll deal with it later. So yeah, I mean, it's, it, I've got a lot to kind of rein in and some of that's going to be getting rid of the big stuff. It's a lot easier to have a huge collection of minis than it is of the bigger ones. And, uh, I've already sold two monster trucks, um, which were very, very hard to part with. Uh, but I knew that I needed space and I knew that they deserved a better home because they weren't getting the runtime here. So, um, yeah, so be looking, I'll be selling some of it on my website, ccxrc.com. I have a whole garage sale section. Uh, at this point I prefer to do it that way. Um, because, I'll be honest, most of the people that want to, to do a deal on Facebook Marketplace is pretty sketch, um, and they always want to trade for, like, car stereos, and, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't understand why the wires are all cut, but, uh, yeah, no, they, I mean, it's not something that is fun, is um, the Facebook Marketplace with RCs for me, so, um, and I haven't found a good meeting place here that feels safe enough to do it because um, we don't really have like a good police station. I know some of them have little places at their police stations where you can meet and they've got like, you know, cameras and all that set up. But um, I haven't found that ours do. And I probably need to um, incur about that, ask some questions uh, and see what the best options are, or what they recommend. But it hasn't been something the only thing that I've played, I've tried to do bikes, uh, my kids bikes. I ended up just donating them to Goodwill because of, uh, you know, I was not going to meet some of these people. <laughs> Let's just say that, uh, you know, cause I, I pre-screen everybody by looking at their profiles and, um, yeah, there, there were some really weird ones. And, uh, so I've just decided that, I'm not doing Facebook marketplace at this point. I did do some stuff for the RV, totally different clientele. And, uh, actually it was funny because the guy that was buying our old tow bar for our Jeep was actually getting it. So he could tow his Jeep to his daughter's house who lives about 10 minutes from where I moved from in Virginia. It was crazy. It was one of those. Are you kidding me? You go and stay at that campground. Oh, that's right where Northwest river park is right where I moved from. So it's kind of a cool little story, but, um, yeah, so expect that I'm going to be talking more on the podcast about some of the 124 skill stuff. Like we talked about, we're going to talk about, um, definitely bashers, 
um, some build technique stuff or, or, or different type of how to um, stuff will be hitting the channel um, tools, things that I find valuable. I want to go more into some of that stuff, add value to people and their experience in RC. Cause sometimes just doing unboxings all the time um, doesn't really, you know, it, it just tr- makes people chase the, the next newest thing. And again, I've been saying this now since last year, I want to get away from that. Um, I don't think that that's really what is awesome in RC um, because the more you chase the new thing, the less fun you have with the thing that you thought was so awesome before. And then you, you don't feel like you love the one that you got now and you want to get the next one. And you just, you're accumulating a bunch that you're not using anymore that if you just were running them and upgrading them would be so much better than what you're ending up with because, um, there's just not time. And I've learned that there's not time, um, you know, charging up all the right batteries, all the, like the, all the different things that comes with having all these different ones now. And it, there's all these little, you know, stops from me going out and using them where I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I got to get the, the certain charger up for that one. And it doesn't work with my smart batteries or it doesn't, you know, it, it becomes just like, well, I'll just not run that. I'll run this. And so, um, in the end, <laughs> I've always got batteries charged up for my minis, and that's easy to pick up and work with. Um, and I've always got usually a couple of uh, 3S Spectrum batteries ready to go as well. Um, but, um, yeah, so we'll be we'll be getting rid of I'm going to keep definitely some of my Armas, but I have too many at this point, and I can't run them all, and it doesn't do good for me to keep them all. Um and so many of them kind of feel similar. And so I'm going to figure out. I love the Creighton, but one of my thoughts is making the Italian EXB handle more like the Creighton, put different tires on it, make it a little bit more of a trick truck, and then getting rid of the Creighton because it's not an EXB. Even though it's my preferred of the Arma 6S to run right now is just grab my Creighton and go. But I didn't get the EXB one because I don't usually have time to deal with <laughs> building it the rest of the way. It's just, it's what it is. Um, I've had this, um, Kronos now, um, uh, and it's their XTR. And, uh, I, I haven't been able to get it out and run it yet because of having to solder up an ESC and motor and, you know, get a, a servo for it and wire it all up, which ended up taking me several hours to do in the end, uh, which is why I didn't do it for so long as I didn't have the hours to give to it because I would come back from a trip for work and YouTube was waiting. I just now gone a week without posting anything, or maybe I had one thing that I had ahead of time to post in the middle of the week, but YouTube is so finicky if you're not consistent And so then I had to just do a bunch of videos that I could get out quickly to get caught back up. Um, And that wasn't one of them that I could get done quickly. So I was spending my time going out, filming something, running, and then hours editing and then posting. And the YouTube thing really does take up a lot of the time that you're not running. You go out and run for a couple hours or an hour, and then you spend a lot of time sitting and editing. And so there wasn't time to build this. And so... Now that I don't have that stuff in the morning that I had, the part-time and some of the other stuff, I was able to use that time to build this, do some of my store stuff, get that moving better, and then um, 
you know, also be putting out videos that I need to be keeping coming out. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's an interesting world to juggle all of this stuff. You know, it's, it's more than just having fun playing with toy cars at this point. And, uh, that's crazy. You know, it's, it's become this, it's work, you know, there's definitely a lot of work involved with keeping up with it all. And so I'm going to try to, to be more careful about which things I say yes to. Um, you know, if that would have been a ready to run, I'd have had that video out, you know, right away. And that's the difference is if I can just throw batteries in it and, you know, kind of go over it, talk about, you know, how it works, the benefits of it, what features it has, and then show it running, see if it breaks, talk about that if it breaks, um, or, you know, how we can make it handle better if it doesn't handle good or if it handles great, why it might handle great. Um, that's a lot easier. So, and it allows me to then keep working on the other projects that I want to be working on um, around designing and building stuff and, you know, creating content that I, I want to be doing making the stuff that I have better. And that's one of the things, you know, since I've been doing that with the SGX 24s, I realized that when I just focus on one, like my green, um, uh, it's the Furitech Scythe carbon fiber chassis with, um, all the Furitech goodies in it, uh, avatar radio, and it's got the Komodo and the lizard pro, it's got the NHX brass wheels with the RC four-wheel drive uh, scramblers on it. You know, just love this thing. It handles so good. And uh, it also has the, uh, what is this, the green J-Concepts uh, um, creep? The mini creep? I think that's what it is. So it, it's just, I love to drive that thing. It's because I spent the time and I upgraded it like, spent a lot of money doing it but it i would rather do that and put money into one and have it handle good than have a bunch of them that are just mediocre and so that's kind of where i want to go with things now however i don't feel that same way with the bashers like some people buy an x max and immediately rip out all the electronics and put in other stuff and I don't feel the need to do that the way that i run them where they are where i what i want to do with them i don't find that to be necessary um so i don't see the gain adding more fun factor to what i'm doing so some people just want to go to the extreme they want to go huge they want to do all this stuff and more power to them i love watching and i'll tell you what when people build them out and it's you know it's awesome but i as far as fun factor i have a blast with my x max bone stock and i had a blast with my less last x max the 6s bone stock and uh, so it's kind of like I upgrade as things break. And that's how I found those, you know, I find out where I might need to make an improvement on that because it handles already how I want it to, except for maybe the steering servo. That would be something that I, I want to get changed out. And I bought a mount to be able to put in like a raw 500 or something, find out a different solution. But, um, yeah, so, I, I mean, but especially in the crawler world, the more upgrades that I start adding and the improvements I'm making and making like one really killer truck, like my Ecto, I've been going that route. Um, and, um, 
the rock pirate stuff and all that that I've been doing, the scale stuff that I've been adding to it is making it look super cool, handle great. And it's kind of like more of my own custom thing at this point with um, the spec RC wheels on it, the terrible tires that Pablo sent me, <laughs> those hustlers, which I need to take off. That'll be my next, my next purchase is some landmines, I think, for that. Uh, unless somebody has a better set of tires and... Um, and if they do give me tires, give me the exact crawler innovation foams you use with them. Uh, cause that's definitely what I want to get, uh, going forward. Cause the foams are such a big deal with those comp trucks. So, and I haven't found the right ones it, or maybe if somebody could get me the right number for the ones for the landmines, um, that fit them the best, that would be pretty awesome. So that's, that's, I haven't quite figured out how to get the landmines. So I used the stock foams in the first set of landmines I got on my Vanquish, and I thought they handled amazing. And then I got some dual-stage ones that were, like, I don't even know what they were. They were just off the shelf, and they weren't good. Um, so <laughs> I I would love to have them handling more like that. But I threw the other foams out, so I can't even, like, put the stocks in at this point. Uh, but I would love to get some of the crawler innovation foams into the landmines and fitting right, uh, because that would make a huge difference. So those are some of the things I've got coming this year. I can't wait to talk though, about the 124 scale being the, the modern day modern, uh, model train. That'll be a fun one. Um, so yeah, a lot coming, a lot of change. Uh, I won't have the budget for sure without the extra income, I'm going to be relying more on the YouTube um, and the store money to actually pay bills and not be just like my fun money that I was using in the past with all of the, the RC money that was coming in was like a separate thing for kind of putting back into RC. So I'm going to have less of that, but I think that's okay if I'm not trying to chase all the newest, latest stuff. If I'm just putting in what I need to and I make a budget for the month, Cause I was, I mean, my budgets for the month were insane <laughs> when I was just having that as free money. Um, and so it's going to definitely help keep things less cluttered, hopefully around here and, uh, a little bit more focused on what we really want to accomplish and do and what we think is valuable for people in the RC world or wanting to get into the RC world, which is why all of this started in the first place, uh, was kind of just showing people the awesome hobby that I'd found, and many of you already were in, but I had no idea about, and just trying to help spread the word and let people know like how much of a therapeutic um it's just therapeutic uh to when when i found this hobby and i needed i needed something to put my time into and effort into that was outside of always work and um to just kind of you know focus my mind on something but not on something that was stressing me out but on something that kind of gave me joy to to sit and tinker with and so um you know you just kind of change your focus when you get into like, Oh, I'm going to go do the RC stuff for a little bit. And, um, I mean, it can be frustrating at times, but it's a different frustration than the work frustration or other problems that you're dealing with. Um, because it doesn't seem as important. Like (laughs) 
yeah, it sucks when something breaks, but it's like, oh, all right, I'll just fix it, you know. But there, there's usually a solution. And so, and there's not always that with other things in life. And so, uh, it's definitely a different type of thing. But anyway, guys, this is all to say Happy New Year. Lots of new stuff coming. The podcast isn't going away. Um, in fact, hopefully we're going to have more time to do it now that we have a little bit more time in the day. Although if the store keeps growing like it's been growing this whole year, every month it's grown, um, that time may slip away. That extra time may become time that's work time uh, in a new way. But um, having a blast doing it, and we will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. I really do appreciate you guys. Like none of this is possible without you because there's no reason to do it. And, um, I just, I'm thankful for the community that I've found in the uh, RC world. So 2023, here we come. <laughs>